And uh, the Lord showed me like a net, like a cloud, but it was like a net over this church. And uh, I didn't have the lights on. I just come in here because there was sunlight, you know. And I was just in here trying to get ready for tonight. And all of a sudden, the Lord spoke to me said, that thing is lifting. As I speak to you right now, and brother, this whole place lit up like the lights was on. I'm talking about this whole sanctuary lit up like the lights was on. I told my wife, I said, my God, God just lifted something off of this place. And I said, we're going to another level. Just what you say. I told my wife, I said, we're going to another level in this revival. Well, I feel the Holy Ghost. Woo! Praise God. Praise God. I know some of you don't believe me. I wish you could have been in here with me to experience it. Praise the Lord. It was absolutely awesome. The Lord just simply said, we're going to another level. Praise God. I'm not a bit discouraged when I look around tonight. Do you hear me? I said, I'm not a bit discouraged because I know God's in it. I said, I know God's here. I know God's doing it. I'm not a bit discouraged. You ought not be discouraged tonight. Praise the Lord. Those that didn't come just going to miss out what God's going to do tonight. Praise God. Just thank God you're here tonight. If I could get you to turn your Bibles to the book of Matthew chapter 14, verse 22. Matthew 14, 22. Matthew 14, 22. Praise Jesus. I'm going to preach to the church a little bit tonight. And I'm not going to get in no hurry. I'm just going to kind of preach a little bit, if that's all right. Amen. It said, and straightaway Jesus constrained his disciples to get in a ship and go before him to the other side while he sent the multitude away. And when he had sent the multitude away, he went up into a mountain apart to pray. And when the evening was come, he was there alone, but the ship was now in the midst of the sea tossed with waves, for the wind was contrary. And in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went unto them walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, Is this a spirit? And they cried out for fear. But straightway Jesus spake unto them, saying, Be of good cheer, it is I, be not afraid. And Peter answered him and said, Lord, if it be thou, bid me to come unto thee on the water. And he said, and he said, Come. And when Peter was come down out of the ship, he walked on water to go to Jesus. But when he saw the wind boisterous, he was afraid and began to sink and cried, saying, Lord, save me. Lord, save me. And immediately Jesus stretched forth his hand and caught him and said unto him, O oh, thou of little faith, Wherefore didst thou doubt? Praise God. Sweet God of heaven, we thank you tonight. I thank you for your word, for your word is so, God, powerful, Your Lord. 
Your word is pure and true, Lord. I know this word is going to hit the mark tonight. I know that you're going to walk up and down these aisles, that you're going to speak, God, to your people. These are your children, your church, God. We give you the praise, the thanks, and the glory. I thank you for the anointing that I feel tonight, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Help me, God. Use me tonight. I'm a vessel to be used for your glory. Put your Bibles down and praise him all over this house, will you? We love you, Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Thank you. You can be seated tonight. I apologize for my throat. I'm having some kind of allergy things. I don't know what's going on, but everything's cool. Jesus is going to help me. Praise the Lord. I want to preach just for a few minutes, a little bit tonight on the subject, you're not going to sink. You're not going to sink. From the Gospel of John 6:19, we realize that the disciples were several miles if you will, out into the Sea of Galilee and the normal trip across that northern Sea of Galilee wouldn't have taken all that long, friend. But these disciples was in a little craft, praise God, and they were being battered by the waves and the wind and it was pushing them further and further away from where they were going to their destination and uh, it was pushing them closer and closer, it looked like, to disaster. The storm had surrounded Peter and the waves uh, began, friend of mine, to roll uh, and the boat began to roll from side to side. Come on, the devil would have us to think in this revival we're about to sink. I said the devil would have some of you to think tonight we're about to sink. They're not coming. It's not happening. The word that's been prophesied is not going to come in. Come on to fruition, but it is. Uh, do you hear me? I said, it is. Uh, we're not going to drown this revival. Uh, I said, we're not going to drown uh, in this revival. Uh, you're not going to drown, uh, but we're going to higher grounds. Uh, we're going to the other side. Uh, come on, on the glory of God uh, and what God's got for us. storm had surrounded him like I said he was rolling the boat was rolling from side to side and the number of disciples uh, there were a number of them begin to bail the water out of the boat that day and the sails were whipping into sin and the mass uh, I can imagine it groaning under the stress of everything that was going on the pressure uh, of the storm that day uh, and the rudder had lost its ability to guide them uh, friend of mine to guide that fishing crap uh, the way it needed to be. Uh, it seemed like all hope was gone, uh, but all hope is not gone uh, tonight. Do you hear me? Uh, I said we're right in the midst uh, of something great uh, in the Holy Ghost, uh, but some of us are ready to quit. Uh, some of us are ready to throw in the towel. Uh, some of us think it's over. Uh, it's not over. Uh, we're not sinking, uh, but we're going over. Come on, come on, come on. I know what I'm talking about. When I walked in here this morning, uh, it was a struggle just to pray. 
I said, I had struggled just to pray. But you know what? Uh, I know that God was here and God heard me. Uh, I just kept on pushing. Uh, I just kept on pushing. Uh, I didn't have much voice uh, to lift up to him. Uh, but I just kept on pushing. Uh, I know God is in this. In the midst of this storm, there was an apparent delay in the deliverance. The delay come from God because of a purpose. To try, come on, can I tell you a lot of times delays are to try our faith. I said it's to try our faith. Uh, praise God. God tries us. Uh, and he said I'm going to try their faith. Uh, that way patience uh, can be invested in them. Uh, they'll know something greater uh, because they waited. Uh, they stayed steadfast. Uh, they prayed. Uh, they fasted. Uh, they stayed in the word. Uh, they invested in the revival. Uh, and come on. Uh, he said oh uh, I'm going to invest something uh, in what you've done. Uh, it brings humility uh, to us humility is never more embraced than during suffering times it intensifies the desire if you will of our hearts towards God to enhance the joy that comes once, come on, the answer arrives. Uh, there's answers coming to this church. Uh, there's answers coming to individuals. Uh, there's healings coming uh, like this place has never seen. Uh, there's miracles coming uh, like we've never thought they could happen. Uh, come on, friend. Uh, we're just getting on my God. If I could get half of you to believe what I'm preaching tonight. I said, if I could just get half of you to believe what I'm preaching tonight, there's no telling what will happen every time we walk in these doors. We'll see four or five, ten people get the Holy Ghost. Uh, we'll see the miracles take place. Uh, we'll see the things happening. Uh, but you got to get on the page with Jesus. Uh, come on, just because there's a little delay uh, don't mean that God's not in it. Uh, just because it seems like there's a little slump uh, don't mean that God's not in it. Come on, church, uh, lift him up a few minutes. Yes, yes, yes. Praise God, praise God. Sit down, let me preach a few minutes tonight. The delays of God, delays of God always turn out right. No matter how long it seems like you've been waiting, uh, no matter how long and grim the situation looks, uh, can I tell you, God uh, is always right on time. Uh, I said it's always right on time. Uh, consider the love uh, of Jairus, uh, whose daughter was dying uh, as he tried to get the Lord uh, to get to his house. Uh, you consider the cries uh, of Mary and Martha. The Lord waited two days uh, before he even started to Bethany. this delay that God's not in it God is God wants to know how bad do you want this God wants to know do you really want this or are you spudding out on him 
Come on. This is your revival you've been praying about for years. And God's saying, you know what? We bumped up a little, oh my God. Uh, we bumped up to a little wall of adversity. Uh, and it looks like the devil's getting the upper hand. Uh, that's a lie of the pit of hell. Uh, he don't have the upper hand in this revival. Uh, we do. Uh, we have dominion over him. Uh, we can put him in on the run. But just because there's a little adversity uh, and you don't feel God the way you did uh, when it first started uh, and it feels like things uh, are shutting down, uh, that's time to put our shoulder into this. Uh, remember I told you the other night, we're going to shoulder uh, this revival. We're going to shoulder this thing. We're going to carry it uh, to the next level. Can I get 10 people, come on, to put their shoulders into this? Can I get 10 people uh, to say, hey, uh, I'm willing uh, to do what I got to do. Uh, oh, come on, I'll shoulder uh, whatever I got to shoulder. We got to be content to live in the confines of God's timing and God's timing is right now I said God's timing uh, is right now I said it's right now this is our timing uh. the disciples momentarily lost their focus on the storm and it looked as if the ghosts a ghost was coming walking on the water and the wee hours of the morning instead of it turning turning out it was just Jesus himself coming along and I think he was just coming to see really what was going on with the boys. Uh, praise God. Uh, he already knew the situation that they was in uh, but he come bebopping on the water. Uh, can you imagine how Joe and Pat was patting on that water? <laughs> I said, my God, what is that? And he just, <laughs> and then he screams at them, don't worry about anything, boys. Uh, it's just me. Uh, everything's all right. Uh, God is great. Uh, and to be feared in the assemblies uh, of the saints. Uh, and oh, my God. Uh, and to be had in the reverence uh, of all of them uh, that are about him. Uh, oh, Lord God of hosts, uh, who is strong. Uh, oh, God, oh Lord, uh, like unto thee. Who are to the faithfulness round about thee? Thou rulest the raging of the sea. When the waves thereof, thereof arise, thou stillest them. Oh, come on, friend of mine. Uh, your storm's not near what you thought it was. Uh, I said, your storm's not near what you thought it was. Uh, that sound that you heard, that was just Jesus passing by, and he wanted to know, uh, do you recognize me? Uh, do you recognize my presence? Uh, do you recognize uh, me when I come by? Uh, do you feel me uh, when I come by you? No matter what that storm looks like, God is well able to deliver. 
set you on the feet, put your rock back on, put your feet back on the rock to stay. Do you hear me tonight? And looking fully at the storm situation, one sees steps of Peter as he walks towards victory in a place of renewal in the storm. Peter answered him and said, Lord, if that be thou, bid me to come to thee on the water. Peter was not working uh, to create a spectacular uh, or a sensational show uh, for the disciples that day uh, who stayed behind uh, in the ship. Uh, it was his love for Jesus uh, that caused him to venture out uh, of that boat that day. Uh, I'm wondering if anybody uh, is willing to venture out uh, of your comfort zone. Uh, is anybody willing uh, to venture out uh, of your seat of safety uh, and go out there uh, where the master's at. Woo. Did you know the quest for revival is not to make men superstars or spiritual giants who hold the attention of men? Hear me? The quest for spiritual things is to motivate, is motivated out of the love for our Savior. I said it's motivated out of the love that we got for our Savior. One of the greatest stories ever written was when Paul and Silas was in Philippine and they had swollen ankles and, and, and they had bleeding backs and beaten, they had been beaten with rods uh, and they was there in that rat infested uh, inner prison apparently. Uh, uh, that was a good platform for revival. Uh, Brother Riggin, I said that was a good uh, platform for revival. Uh, apparently it was a good time uh, to write another chapter in history. History. Uh, come on, do you hear? Uh, you didn't hear them grumbling. Uh, you didn't hear them criticizing everybody. Uh, you didn't hear them running everybody down. Uh, you didn't hear them talking uh, or complaining. That's what we start doing when we feel like God's not doing what we thought God's supposed to do. We start grumbling, griping, complaining. It ain't happening. Come on. Oh, Paul said, well, we can look at our difficulties. We'll not measure the height of these walls. Come on. Neither will we look at any of this other stuff going on. The inner prison was indescribable. Is indescribable, but Paul said, I will remember the Lord. I will remember the Lord. I will remember the Lord who split the Red Sea. He is the God of the cloud and the fire. I'll remember my God. I know that I cannot curse the darkness. There's only one thing that can take care of the darkness. It will light. Come on. I'm going to light this torch. Come on. And you know what he started doing? Uh, he started saying, ooh, ooh, ooh. And old Silas said, my God, what's wrong with you, Paul? He said, I can't do nothing but wiggle my toes uh, and my fingers. Uh, my back's bitten all the pieces. Uh, I don't feel like it. Uh, oh, I don't feel like doing it. Uh, and he just kept on, and then all of a sudden, uh, you ought to try that. Uh, then all of a sudden, uh, oh, Silas chimed in. Uh, uh, and I said, uh, come on, friend. Uh, and they begin to have uh, a jailhouse rock. Uh, they begin to praise their God. Uh, they didn't feel like it. Uh, but oh, friend, uh, they had a hold down. Uh, uh, 
said, I'm going to sing a little bit. I know that it's midnight. Praise God. But I'm going to do something different. Praise the Lord. My hands are in stock. Uh, my feet are in bonds. Uh, oh, come on, somebody. I'm beaten. Uh, I can just barely wiggle my fingers and my old toes. Uh, but there's something in me. Uh, I've got a mouth. Uh, I've got a mouth. Uh, come on, I'm not going to wait uh, for bigger things. Uh, I'm not going to wait. Uh, come on now. Uh, I'm not going to wait for another moment. Uh, I'm just going to start singing now. Uh, they turned the place uh, of torture to uh, a cathedral of triumph. Uh, it's in a city uh, and a continent of plays. Uh, that man's responsible. Oh my God. Uh, that man's was responsible. Uh. Come on, somebody. Woo. Woo. The man responsible was a handcuffed man, a chain man, but he pushed back the horizon. I said he pushed back the horizon and he's seen a different day. He's seen something. He's seen another day. And he said, there's something good coming out of this. There's something good coming out of what you've been going through. I said, there's something good Come on out of what you've been going through. Come on now. They begin to write history. It was time to write something new. Bound to contemporary on weak and physically. Yet he shook the Roman Empire. Come on. It was a little man who said there was nothing uh, in me that uh, none of these things move me come on except for when I begin to call out to my God can you imagine how the rats begin to scatter can you imagine what happened when that whole place began to shake come on we take praising God way too lightly you know what some of us need to do? We need to get into the overflow of God. Where the anointing's at. Come on, church. That's what we need. We need a good overflow. I said we need a good overflow. Can it be that the very desire of our hearts may be placed in us in less than likely circumstances of what I just read to you? Could it be? Is at that very bidding that Jesus Christ, that Peter moved out of that fishing vessel only to take a couple of steps and begin to sink. And you know what? In this revival, I've seen some of you take some steps. I've seen some of you take some steps. And I've seen something reaching for you. But you know what? I've seen you take another step. Can I tell you tonight, if you'll get up and take another step... Come on to that hand and keeps reaching for you. If you take another step, finally you're going to get out of the hand. You're going to get out of the reach uh, of that old hand uh, that wants to drag you back down uh, and keep you and uh, oh my God to keep you in that place. Uh, he don't want you to go no further. Uh, come on, friend, if you will take you some steps. Ever Peter began to look around in the most frightening waves around him. It was then he began to slip beneath the waves of the sea. Can you imagine? Later in life, later, later in Peter's life, he sunk again. He was warming himself. He was warming himself by a strange fire near the palace of the high priest uh, and denied that he had anything to do with his Jesus. 
here on the Sea of Galilee, it was different. His failure was practically in his backyard. The sea belonged to Peter. It was here that he learned how to fish. It was here that he learned how to repair his boat. It was here, friend of mine, that he learned how to repair his nets. Uh, this was the place uh, that he fished with Andrew and James and John. There in his own backyard. There was a story, and maybe if you read this story about a lady. And she was on the California coast, and it was very, very foggy that day that morning and 21 miles to the west of this island this 34 year old woman she waded out into the water and began to swim towards california she was determined to be the first women to swim the 21 miles straight her name was florence chadwick she had already finished and accomplished the swim in the english channel in both directions the water was numbing cold that morning, and the fog was so, it was so thick uh, that this lady Chadwick could not hardly see the boat of her own party, the ones out there making the coast clear of all the sharks and everything. Uh, and fatigue, a friend of mine, uh, you, you think about the fatigue that began to set in on her. Uh, but oh, it, it wasn't really the fatigue, and it wasn't the chilling water uh, that was threatening her. But more than 15 hours later, numb by the cold, the swimmer asked to be taken out. And her mother, come on, she said, I don't want to go no further. Come on, I hope you're ready to go a little bit further. I hope you're not saying, I'm ready to keep be taken out. Come on, I know the water might be cold. I know it might be a little foggy. And you might not be seeing clear the way you was. Come on. But I hope you're not ready to be taken out of the water. Come on. I hope you're not ready to be taken out of the race. Her mother and her trainer in the boat alongside her urged Florence to go as far as she could. She said, come on, go, just go. You're real close to the shore. Yet all she could see was a dense fog. A few minutes later, the swimmer was taken out of the water and later realized that she had been only a half a mile, a half a mile from the shore. She blurted out, I'm not excusing myself, but if I could have seen the shore, I would have made it. If I could have seen the shore, I could have made it. My God, you might not be able to see the shore right now. But can I tell you, just take one more long. Come on. Come on, just take one more long. Come on, put your arm in the water. Come on and pull it back one more time. Put your arm in the water and pull it back one more time. You're going to see the shoreline of the other side that Jesus has got for you. Come on, it's time. It's time to put her arm down and pull the water back one more time. Uh, come on, the shores in our side. Come on, the prize is in our side. Uh, come on, the harvest uh, is in our side. We just got to push a little bit harder. Step a little higher. Go a little deeper. For the deep call it the 
Do you know the Bible is full of men who quit way too early? Whether their lives was in the midst of the storm or whether it's on a bright sunny day and all seemed well. It's always the troubling to men. Come on. And all that potential, they just quit way too early. I'm not quitting. I'm not quitting. I said, I'm not quitting. I said, I'm not quitting. I said, I'm not quitting. I fought too hard to get here. I said, I fought too hard to get here. I'm not quitting. Come on, you've been fighting. Some of you have been fighting tooth and nail. Some of you have been fighting the devil head on. Come on. It's time to rear our shoulders back and say, hey, uh, I just put my arm in that cold, chilly water, uh, but I've made me another. Come on. Uh, I pushed the water back. Uh, I pushed circumstance back. Uh, I pushed problem back. Uh, I pushed health problem back. Uh, I'm going a little further. Uh, I've got something in my eyesight, uh, and it's in this revival, uh, and I've got it in my eye, uh, and I see God do it. It, uh, and I see God bringing it to pass. Uh, come on, friend. Did you know most men usually fail in familiar waters? Friendly waters is what we call them. That has become frightening waters, and Peter has lost his hope. <laughs> we must understand that God's will, come on, is to do mighty things. It's God's will to save our families. It's God's will that the prodigal son and daughter come home. It's God's will. Friend of mine, there's something been raring up inside of me each morning when I come in here and pray. And I've been telling God, I said, you know what? God's society don't want nothing to do with the drug addict. They don't want nothing to do with the alcoholic. Uh, they don't want nothing to do with the harlots. Uh, they don't want to do nothing with the misfits of this world. Uh, but God, you got a plan for them. Uh, God, we want to see them alcoholics. Uh, we want to see them drug addicts. Uh, we want to see them alcoholics. Uh, oh, my God. Uh, the harlots, we want to see them pray through. Uh, God, the ones uh, that society's given up on. Uh, God, you're their only hope. Uh, I want to see some alcoholics get the Holy Ghost. Uh, I want to see some drug addicts uh, pray through to the Holy Ghost. Uh, I want to see some girls uh, cleaned up. These waters become frightened, old Peter. You must understand. God will save us in familiar waters. Some of God's greatest saints are being made in the Sea of Galilee. The very moment, just becoming what God wants you to be. Oh, you can't be satisfied who you are. If you're satisfied of who you are and you're satisfied with your walk with God, Please run to this revival. Please run to this, this altar tonight. 
and tell God, God, please change me. If you're happy with your walk with God, something's wrong. Come on. We need to strive to be better in God. We need to strive to have a better walk in God. Uh, I tell God every day, God, make me more than the likeness of you. Uh, I'm not satisfied in my walk with you. Uh, come on. When you get satisfied, uh, you get complacent. Uh, and then apathy. Uh, and then unconcern. Uh, and then you just drift along uh, on the sea called life. God wants us to be much more than what we are. Yet there's some people that are drowned in the sea of pride. They will never admit that they're going to perish. They sink in familiar waters. Oftentimes our greatest failures do not come when we're hundreds of miles from home. It's right here in home. Right here in the hometown. That our failures plague us. Hear me? Our failures come as David's. Just with a look over the backyard. At some forbidden vice that Satan had dangling over. Come on, like a carrot. To cater to his flesh. Come on, that's what we need to say. Stop. 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 You know what some people like? Some people like... They like certain stores they go to. You know why? Because in some of those certain stores, there's, there's somebody in there that gives you that, that big, beautiful smile. They say real kind things to you. Hello. And you walk out of there and you say, hmm. Or that sunburn arm. to some of you come on gives you that certain look and you oh he's hot uh huh and then for you know what you find yourself back there the next day and then for you know what you find yourself going there all the time because you want to hear what they got to say you better run that's nothing but a vice of the enemy that's nothing but a tool of the enemy. Uh, come on to get you sidetracked. Uh, come on to steal your Holy Ghost. Uh, get you to thinking that you're something that you're not. Hello, come on, friend of mine. Uh, you better guard yourself. Hello, come on, reach out to him for a minute. And this is better than some of you letting on tonight. Come on now. Every man, every man, every woman, every person to be filled with the Holy Ghost. Serving in the kingdom of God must stand the test of time. It's not much, it's not so much how today is lived as how tomorrow holds up. Faithful men reach out to God. Allow Him to pull you, come on, from the waters of despair. 
This church is, come on, this church is supposed to move into one of the greatest victories. I said, my God, this church is moving towards, this church right now, tonight, is moving towards one of the greatest victories that it's ever had. You hear me? I'm giving you a word in the Holy Ghost right now. I said, this church is moving towards one of the greatest, oh my God, the greatest victories that it's ever had. Come on, let's go to a greater victory than it's ever had. Uh, you know why? Because we're willing. Uh, come on, to let God do what God wants to do to us. Uh, Peter was on the path uh, towards revival. Peter was on the pathway to revival. We're not on the pathway to revival. We're in revival. Uh, we're going beyond that pathway. Uh, come on, we're in another. Uh. Woo. You can be seated. When he started going down, he was not an intruder nor a trespasser. He was going there. He was going where Jesus Christ had allowed him to go. Are we willing to allow God to let us go where he wants us to go? Can I just get somebody, one person, raise your hands? Are we willing? Can I tell you that Peter never disobeyed God in this matter? Jesus had not forced him to remain in the boat. Peter came out at an invitation. Peter began to seek at the invitation of Jesus. We can either sit here in this revival and sink, or we can say we're going beyond. I said we can sit here in this revival and sink, or we can say we're going on. I've got a baby I want to see filled with the Holy Ghost in this revival. I've done claimed it. I've got a family member I've done claimed uh, in this revival. Uh, I've got a co-worker uh, I've claimed in this revival. Uh, I've got a neighbor uh, I've claimed in this revival. Uh, we're going on. Everybody love him with me. Come on. Often the greatest of difficulties declare themselves when we're permitted, we're on that permitted path, that place that Jesus has opened up for us. Not the path of sin or lukewarmness and waverness, but the path where we have to ask, come on, God put me on that place, that pathway you want me to be on. God, I want to be on the right pathway with you. I want to be on the right direction with you. Come on, not my will, but thine be done, Jesus. Come on. We're too used to catering to this. We're too used to catering to our old flesh. Our, our flesh don't want to do it, and so we, we sit there and we make all the excuses we think that we can conjure up to make. And finally, we talk ourselves right out of it. 
Did you know I've seen people talk themselves right out of revival? I've seen people at the altar talk themselves out of getting the Holy Ghost. I've seen people talk themselves out of being healed. Don't touch me, preacher, because if you touch me, if I get healed, then I lose everything I got. My God, if he, if he was giving it to you before when you was sick, he can make a way to give it to you when you're well because then you've got a means of taking care of yourself. God hates laziness. God hates laziness. Did you know that that comes under the category of prayer, fasting, Bible time, being faithful to the house of God? Moseying in, come on, right before, you know, it's time to have service. Or pretending you're praying, you know, and you're really not praying. You're having more time doing something else. Like I said the other night, that old bobber. That old bobber syndrome. <laughs> Come on. On the journey to victory, did you know that Peter went alone? His request was the only one Peter walked alone. Therefore, he sank alone. You're not alone in this. I said, you're not alone in this. Did you know what? If we really come into unity, real unity, my God, I'm telling you, there's, there, there will be nothing to stop this. You'll have to build you another building if you ever get in unity. I said, if you ever really get in unity with one another, you'll have to build you another church to fit what's going to come in here. Come on, we need to get in unity in one mind uh, and one accord with one another. We need to love each other. Uh, we need to lift each other up. Uh, we don't need to put each other down. Uh, we need to quit all of our pebbly squabbling. Uh, we need to quit looking at each other uh, and, oh, my God, uh, at each other's talents uh, and say, I wish that was my talent. Uh, you just use what God gives you. You are, and you'll be uh, there with the other talented one. Hear me, somebody. Uh, stop wishing you had sister so-and-so's uh, stuff. God already give you uh, what you need. You know what we need to start doing from this night forth? Praying to be unity. Unity. One of mine, one accord with each other. Did you know that they was in unity in the upper room, one mind and one accord? They only had one thing on their minds. God told them to go up there and wait and be undoing on pile. Come on now. They knew something was coming. They wasn't up there pity padding around. They wasn't fussing with each other. Uh, I believe they was in one mind and one accord. Uh, I believe they had one thing on their mind. Uh, if we'll get in unity with each other uh, and get in one mind with each other uh, in this revival, uh, my God, there's no telling. Come on, if there's somebody you don't like, why don't you pray through and get over it? If there's somebody did you wrong, uh, why don't you forgive them? Why don't you forgive them? We're in revival. Uh, we can't afford uh, to let nothing come in uh, to stop.
You can tie the hands of Jesus with all your hate that you got in your heart. Uh, you can tie the hand of Jesus uh, for not forgiving somebody. Come on. It's time tonight to get on the same page with everybody. It's time for everybody to get in one boat. Come on, we need to get in one boat. We don't need to be in a boat over here and here and here and here. We all need to get in one boat. Uh, come on, call the church. Uh, one boat. Uh, one boat. Uh, one church. Uh, one boat. Oh, my God. Come on. If you'll start praying, come on, tonight, God bring us all in unity with each other. Come on, if you got to go to somebody in secret, you don't have to tell nobody about it. You got to go to them in secret, you go to them in secret. You get that thing clean. You get that off your conscience. Come on. You get that under the blood. Come on, because it's going to stop you from going where God wants you to go. I said it's going to stop you uh, while the rest of us are in the boat. Uh, you're going to be left on the shore of the other side. Uh, and God's got to work uh, on the other side. Oh. Think about this side that we've been on, we done did all we could do on this side. But there's something waiting for you on the other side that's better, bigger than you could ever imagine. Come on. I don't want to be on this side. I want to be over there where he's standing waiting on me. Come on. I said, I want to be over there where he's standing and waiting on me and said, hey, here's where the work's at. know that you may see it did you know that when man seeks to pursue revival or a deeper spiritual thing he often will make that trip alone you're not alone in this there are many who are willing to pay the price come on there are many there's people in here nobody even knows that they're willing to pay the price they're willing to pay the price that demands for apostolic revival there are some who sit on the pews who are going to sink all along. They're going to sink all by themselves. Then there are those who have their own personal burdens, their reason for revival. Come on. No one else is aware of them prayer meetings. Come on, that occur when nobody's watching. The private fasting. The private time. Come on, the meditation that occurs, the private time that they have with God. Great spiritual strength is gleaned from private moments with God. All the private moments I've ever had with Him. And He spoke to me. But you know, tonight I was minding my own business, Brother Riggins, and I was just sitting there taking a shower for tonight. And I was just minding my business. I wouldn't think about nothing. My mind was totally blank. I might have hit a chord or two. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's the only time I sing. But you know what? Just right out of the, just bam, just that quick, the Lord spoke to me. Spoke a word to me about my pastor. 
And I called my pastor. He said, I've been waiting on that word. He said, the Lord spoke to me and said, you had a word for me. I've been waiting on that word. God just spoke it to me this afternoon. I just minded my own business. You know what? In those private times, in those times, come on, when your guard's down, your guard's down, you're not worried about nobody else. You're not worried about what's going on at the house. You're not worried about, come on, everything else that you get your mind on. You know what's wrong with us? We come in with too much clutter right here, right there. And we can't get our mind off of it. Okay, wait for the service to get over so I can go tend to such and such. Hello? Come on, won't you just let God take care of it? If we move all that clutter out of the way. Come on, I said, we'll move all that clutter out of the way. Praise God. When the world has no idea where they are, what they're doing, come on. God knows everything that's going on. Oh, somebody reach out to him for just a few minutes. Come on. Oh, Jesus, in your name. I, I'm almost done. Come on. It was at that place that others were not aware of that Peter was ventured towards revival. But when Peter began to sink, Jesus was near. I don't know how far Peter was from Jesus. It might have been 50 yards. It might have been 100 yards. It might have been 200 yards. It really doesn't matter. The distance because God's not bound by time nor space. He can reach down. He can reach down to the lowest point and pull us back up and put us back on our feet. Did you know that increased faith comes by discoveries that only revival can bring? <laughs> Praise God. You hear me? There are some who sit here who can bear out the fact that when you started requesting a new and fresh relationship with God. It seemed like the storm blew in. Do you think he's just going to give you this without some opposition? He's not. He wants to know how bad you want this. He wants to know how bad we really want this. He's not just going to hand it to you on a silver platter. Listen, he could fill this church up, bam, just like that. But that's not how he wants to do it. He wants to do it with you. And I'm going to tell you something. Praise the Lord. Is there, any, is there any farmers in here? Anybody know how to till up? You ever farm, brother? You ever had a garden? Come on. You want to be used by God? Come here. Brother, how, how do you? done, praise the Lord, what do you do when you bring people over and say, look at my garden. Well, I'm not there. <laughs> you Can I tell you about a girl? Somebody looked at her and said, your corn? Your corn? She said, corn? 
Yeah. Friend of mine, she got the Holy Ghost in this revival. And that's what I do when I take people out here. I, I say, here's my corn. Here's all my other stuff, my tomatoes and all this other stuff. You don't see anything, but you speak it. Speak it. Can I tell you, that girl went to her mama. She said, Mama, you're corn. And her mama said, ever since you've been going to that apostolic church, you've been acting a little weird. She said, Mama, you don't understand. You're corn. And she told her sister, she said, you're corn too. <laughs> and they said, you're out of your mind. Can I tell you, that girl's mama got the Holy Ghost because she said she showed somebody in the garden there's corn. I'm telling you, there's corn coming up. You hear me? I said, there's corn coming up. Uh, come on, she spoke it. Uh, about 30 people got the Holy Ghost out of her family uh, in that revival. Uh, come on, it was over 100 souls uh, that got the Holy Ghost in that revival. Uh, come on, because somebody uh, was willing to look at some dead ground uh, that somebody tilled up. Uh, it's that there's corn in the ground. Somebody's corn's coming up. Somebody's corn is coming up. You ought to say, that's my corn. Come on, let's reach out to him for a minute. Praise God. I'm closing. I'm closing. I didn't mean to keep you this late. My goodness. Praise God. When you begin to move towards placing God in your destiny, come on, it's going to begin to cost you a little bit. But you got to be willing to pay whatever it costs. There's a high cost involved in a relationship with God. But it's all worth it. It's worth it all. I said it's worth it all. Can I tell you it's worth it all. When we see Jesus, ever doubt, ever fear, hello, ever tear, ever battle that we've ever fought, ever mountain, ever storm, it's going to be worth it all. When we see Jesus, just to hear him say, well done. Come on. Altar's open tonight. I'm done. There's a Savior standing nearby right now. Said, hey, how far are you willing to go? How far some of us, come on, let's not get stooped down here in this, in this altar tonight. Come on, let's press, let's get to a place tonight that we press. Come on, do we get to this place and we say, you know what, God? I'm ready to do whatever I got to do to make this revival happen. Come on, that, that's the attitude we need tonight. God, I'm willing to do whatever I got to do to make this happen. Come on, I preach my heart to you tonight. Praise God. 
It's time for us to move to that other level. It's time for us to move into a new dimension uh, with our Savior right now. Uh, come on, that vein that we've been in's run out. Uh, it's time to get into that new vein uh, that just opened up for us. said it's time to move into that new vein that God just opened up for us. Come on. Uh, don't want to be left on this side of the shore. Uh, tell God, God, I'm going over there on the other side. Uh, I'm getting in the boat. Somebody, God's waiting for me on the other side. There's a lost loved one waiting on me on the other side. Uh, there's a co-worker over there. Uh, there's a prodigal son and daughter uh, over there. Uh, come on, my neighbor uh, is over there. God, you're done with me on this side. I've got to get to the other side where you're at. Come on. Somebody needs to dig in right now. Come on, I'm not going to come out there and pour all over you tonight. I want you to do this tonight. Come on, it's you and Jesus tonight. And you're telling Jesus, Jesus, I'm getting to that other side. I might have to bail water all the way over there in my ship. Come on. My sail, uh, it might groan all the way over there. My rudder might stay, uh, come on, in a fixed position. Uh, but I'm going to get over there one way or another. Come on, press church, press church, press church, press, press, press. Somebody ought to be weeping in the Holy Ghost. Somebody ought to be weeping in the Holy Ghost. Uh, somebody ought to be crying uh, for that lost loved one. Uh, somebody ought to be uh, traveling uh, for that neighbor. Come on, church. gonna stop short I've got the shoreline uh, inside Jesus the fog is just lifted come on the fog uh, is just lifted victory's inside uh, for this church the net uh, has been removed uh, the cloud uh, is
you're satisfied where you're at and you ain't had a breakthrough the way you need a breakthrough, uh, I beckon you right now to push uh, like you've never pushed. Uh, I beckon you right now uh, to call out to God uh, like you've never called out. seem to get over this hurt. I can't seem to get over this hurt. Uh, yeah, you can. Uh, God's going to help you get over this hurt uh, tonight. Come on, begin to pray for unity. Begin to pray for one cord and one mind. Come on, begin to pray. God, give me a love uh, for my brother. Give me a love uh, for my sister. Give me a love. Some of you ain't pushed yet. Some of you ain't got there yet. Some of you ain't come on called out yet. Don't you grab somebody by the hand and begin to pray with them right now. Come on, grab somebody by the hand and begin to pray with them right now. Come on, pray until there's a breakthrough. Come on, pray until something happens. Uh, come on, say, I'm going to help you uh, get that breakthrough you need. Uh, we're going to push uh, to God does something. Come on, grab somebody uh, by the hand and say, come on, uh, let's go uh, to the other side. We press on. That's it, that's it, come on, come on, come on. That's it, come on. Yeah, come on. Press on. 
see it but it's coming up God I put the seed in the ground and it's coming up some new ground in. I said you're taking some new ground in. Uh, you're taking this new ground in. Uh, come on, you're destroying. Uh, come on, things just before you.
the place where we get out and we kind of start it's where we start kind of running out of fuel now's the time to push just a little bit harder come on so now's the time just to push just a few more minutes get determined come on get determined in your mind push just a little bit more God you promised me you promised me my husband when you fill me with the Holy Ghost God you promised me my family come on let's get determined I'm determined, God. Let's don't let this fizzle out right now. Come on.
want this more than we want anything else. I said, we got to want this more than we want anything else.